0: Hello and welcome to the Authority of Love. I'm Greg Williams and we welcome once again Executive Director of the Family Foundation, David Walls, to Family Foundation Friday. David, welcome again. Greg, good to be with you. Thank you. I love you always say that. Man, yeah. I, it is my good wife, to be with I, you. A lot my, my <laughs> wife, a lot of people don't say that. <laughs> I look, for, I look forward to these. I do too. I do too. I'm excited. And the Good comments. Thank you for encouraging and I hear those out in public from time to time. I know you do too as well, David. Uh, even uh, one of our gubernatorial. Uh, candidates' moms ran across this uh, not too long ago and said something about these, so yeah. we appreciate that. Uh, listen, if you want to find these, you can find them at com. Go to the Vimeo page for video or the Podbean page for uh, podcast. You can go to kentuckyfamily.org, and we'll say more about that later, but I want to jump right in because we're continuing with these issues that are not only hot topics, David, they're crucial topics, yeah. and President Trump seems to have taken a, a well, let's just call it, wa- we're in waffle season, Yeah. which actually yeah. means election season. And when the newest poll or survey comes out, everybody starts to waffle a bit. So fill our listeners in on that,
1: David. Yeah, well, you know, Greg, uh, kind of picking up on our conversation last week about how uh, we're really seeing the, the abortion issue front and center in a lot of public As conversations. Always. Yes. Um, and, you know, what we're seeing now is, is uh, you know, the media and, and pro-abortion advocates really feeling like uh, because of some of the election results that have happened uh, since uh, post Roe v. Wade being overturned right. in the Dobb decision, really uh, them sensing that they have an opportunity to go on the offense, uh, and unfortunately, what what that is causing to have happen is some uh, some pro life candidates uh, or those have have had pro life positions and very strong, ones, uh, by very the way, strong right? ones. Yes. Uh, you know, waffling a little bit, yeah. or yeah. Uh, you know. That's Being the told by their political consultants <laughs> that you know they need to need to message a different way and look, I think Reg, it's fair to say we all recognize we're we're in a different phase of the, of the pro life battle we now are. that Roe has come you know come down and we're thankful to the Lord for that still, and states have the ability to protect unborn life. You're seeing this divide play out where states like Kentucky and others have strong protections that have gone into gone into effect you have other okay. states that have gone way further on the pro-abortion side like California New York which and is Illinois. kind of what we knew would happen right but we're seeing yeah. it now right and we're, and we're seeing this play out in in other states and of course anytime uh, you know former President Trump speaks on an issue it it gets a lot of attention yes. and he was um uh, on uh, meet the press I believe this this past weekend was asked pretty sharply about the about the pro life issue, and and he essentially said, and I encourage folks to go, uh, you know, see the see the recording, see his yeah, words. But he essentially said, you know, leaning into his business experience and and wheeling and dealing, I would say yeah. that he thinks he could be some kind of grand wheeler and dealer and bring compromise between the pro life and the pro abortion yeah. side yeah. if he was to be elected president again. And and I think, uh, you know, that that's a pretty naive position. Yeah. Unfortunately, it yeah. may be. Uh, you know, I can't. I'm not a political pundit. It could be a political expedient thing to say right now, but you know, he also criticized one of his main yeah. uh, Republican opponents in the primary, Governor Ron DeSantis, who had signed a heartbeat bill, a ban on abortion after six weeks in Florida, and essentially criticized him yeah. uh, effectively, of saying that wasn't a good idea. You're going too far. Yeah. And um, look, we are not Greg. You and I, we're not uh, political consultants, and we're not we're not here to give political <laughs> advice to candidates. <laughs> Praise the Lord for that. Uh, we're well, here just to to continue to remind uh, you know our listeners and uh, and the folks that we interact with in our ministries that we're called to stand for life, for truth, wholeheartedly for and,
0: truth. That,
1: yes, uh, to stand up for what's. Um, True and right, and we know that each and every unborn child is an image bearer worthy of, prote- right. worthy of protection. And even in the midst of, of some of these times where the political winds may be swirling in directions that we are a little concerned about, we still have a calling to stand, uh, stand for truth. And my encouragement to, uh, you know, whether it be here in Kentucky with some of the issues in the governor's race that we talked about, or, you know, any of the, the candidates running for president of the United States is stand for life from conception all the way until natural, natural death, death. Um, you know and in here in Kentucky again we are blessed to have our uh, trigger law the human life protection act that completely uh, protects um, uh, unborn life uh, except in very limited circumstances where the health and safety of the mom is at right. risk
0: physical health, right and, right. and so there's like been a the lot of
1: conversation uh, about that and, well, maybe that's too extreme as you and I talked about. Yes. Maybe we need to go back in and add I- I- exceptions. The problem with that and, <laughs> yeah. and our, you know, our, my, our good friend Adia at uh, Kentucky Right to Life was, uh, I saw some media uh, interactions that she had on this issue. We've got to remind folks that every unborn child, yes. regardless exactly. of the circumstances of how they were conceived right is an image bearer worthy of life is life and image bearer? and and so and where do we get that from david we don't just pluck that out of thin
0: air just because it pleases people that comes from god's word and that's what we stand on and i'll say this and then we'll come back to what you're talking about as you told me that about trump i'd heard a little bit but um he seems to be playing Sar Shalom. Not yeah. listeners yeah. so will we'll understand. That means yeah. Prince of Peace. Yeah. And uh, But here's the deal. He thinks he can bring those two sides together. We're going to talk a little bit about Pennsylvania and that, that yeah. issue, right? Because, first of all, if you believe that, I've got a brook, a, a bridge in Brooklyn and a swamp land in Florida that yeah. I can sell you. You're yeah. not going to bring those together. Quit trying. When you try, you actually lose ground on yeah. the pro-life side. And we, I think we're seeing some of that. Yeah. You, you alluded to uh, uh, other candidates, and we're even in a gubernatorial race. And we've got a little bit of that going on with uh, Attorney General Daniel Cameron, which we feel like has a strong stand yeah. on these. We've told people if you believe in abortion, yeah. you believe in transgender, vote for Bashir, because yeah. that's his record. If you believe in life... And, and not mutilating children. Right. Vote for Cameron because yeah. that's where he is. But he's taken a, a little bit of a step back, I think. Yeah. Right? The,
1: the, there was an, an article that's uh, being reported in in the AP that he was on a on a radio interview and and gave some kind of indication that if the General Assembly was to pass a law that would uh, add exceptions for for rape and incest back into the law, that he would be willing to to sign that. Um, frankly, I hope that's not the case but that, that's uh, right? that's and look we we there was a there was conversations about that greg this last session yes, yes. there was some desire among some republicans in the general assembly you know after amendment two uh you know didn't pass last year that maybe we needed to go back and um and and add these exceptions yeah. into law and th- again this is where we, we have to step back and say look we have a law right now that does not discriminate that against he's defended, a child. Right, that, that he's Right, that he is strongly defended. right? The right. law as it sits right now does not discriminate against a child based on how they were conceived and right. brought into this right. world. I do not think, I think it would be morally reprehensible yes. to move forward and say, well, you know what? Certain children aren't deserving of protection. Yeah. What a tragedy it would be, Greg, if we moved to a place where we said, well, because of a horrific situation that Absolutely. happened Absolutely. that we're gonna then create a second victim in that and, yeah. and, and Two open wrongs back up. Two wrongs don't, don't make a right. right. And look That's simple. But I understand it's true. there's a lot of dynamics on and, and other states are in different positions. Right, right. They don't have a you know a, a complete prohibition like we do, and sometimes you've got to be, you know, willing to take the next step forward and save those next set of lives. But right. here in Kentucky The law is is strong, we're among the strongest states in terms of the status of our pro-life laws right now. We need to be talking about the pro-life agenda moving forward. How can we do more to come alongside uh, abortion minded women? How can we uh, help uh, encourage more pregnancy care centers to start and Greg, you talked about this ability or inability really to bring together. What We're seeing the the pro-life movement needs to be strong in its convictions and we're seeing increasingly the, that's what they're the, doing. The pro-abortion yep. side is making it crystal clear where they stand. Right. And but that but, but is, they
0: use these exceptions, right. but that's not what they're really after. Right. They're after these extreme positions. They would not support oh, right. these
1: laws if we had the exceptions. No, and, no, And in fact, right. the state right. of Indiana was a great example of this. That's my point. Uh, I believe right. last year, Greg, when they went back into special session, to pass a, a, a prohibition and they with ended the up compromising yep. with the exceptions and the abortion industry immediately went yep. in and challenged it in the court. Yep. Because their position is not, we, uh, we're That's okay. That's we want. The, right, yeah. their yeah. position is increasingly, and this is, this is clear with what some of the other right. states have done, is abortion on demand, taxpayer funded yep. through yep. all nine months of pregnancy. The question needs to be asked, not about exceptions, the question needs to be asked of all candidates at what point do you support protecting an unborn life? life? life. Exactly. And, and, and um, I think that will expose, and as Greg, as you and I talked Good about, question. we're seeing this play out in extreme ways. You know, I was just reading a, uh, recently the state of Pennsylvania, which has um, had yeah, for right. for, uh, for uh, I think close to 30 years provided some kind of uh, funding to help connect women for counseling to their pro-life pregnancy care centers. Yes. Uh, they are now removing that funding from their budget. There so we're talking about, you know, the the arguments a, a lot. A lot of times, the other side makes is, "What are you doing to help to help women?" Yeah. We're talking about stopping the ability for a state to promote helping women with pregnancy care centers Unlimited that are any designed right. to help women free of cost. Right. That just shows you the kind of unfortunately the extreme nature of which the pro life industry and the pro-life movement, excuse me, the pro-abortion yeah, movement well, and the pro-abortion against. is willing to sacrifice help for women yeah. at the altar of the abortion industry. And
0: I would say this, David, and, and listeners, I hope you'll pay attention to this because David's laid it out very, very uh, astutely. But I, the thing about it is, is when you play that game with them and give them an inch, they're already there. They're not going to vote for you anyway. Right. They you actually only use, right. you all, you, all you do as a political candidate, I've seen it over and over yeah. again, is lose the votes of true pro-life people. Yeah. You don't gain any on the other side because that's not where they're stopping. They're going to go for the guy that goes all the way. Right. And you saying rape and incest will make an exception does nothing for them yeah, Right. except you lose pro-life votes and likely may lose the race. Yeah. So you've got to stand firm on that. Uh, we, we mentioned Adia. Yeah. Uh, she is going to be one. I know we wanted to promote this a little bit. Let me say something for this again. Uh, there, there's the, the citizen. It should have already hit your mailbox this right. week. Uh, if you'd like some, David, you guys have plenty of extra copies, right? We,
1: we do. We've got copies. Pretty we those? We've got folks distributing them in churches, and we want to get some to your church. Uh, send us an email at info at um, okay. uh, Call our office. Go go on our website. You can get all that information at Kentucky You can family. deliver them or have them sent, right? right. Get yeah. right to their yeah. to their doorstep. With the voter guide that's Right. It's got the voter guide that's, uh, right. in, voter guide in, that's in, in here. That's yeah.
0: right there. You can see it on the video. It's a gubernatorial voter guide. The yeah. other thing is the forum. Yes. And we talked about DIA and you're going to have a pro-life. Yeah, uh, we're going to be. We've life got a
1: great pro-life panel. We're going to be talking about all these issues that you have. Yes. <laughs> Uh, you yeah. uh, know, with uh, with some uh, with some advocates that are uh, probably speak to him even more eloquently than <laughs> yeah, we do. Can. We but Adia <laughs> with Kentucky Right to Life, Representative Nancy Tate, who's just a great pro life champion, pro life chair of the caucus in the in the Kentucky House. Sue um, Leibel with the Susan B. Anthony Pro Life America, one of the leading pro life uh, national organizations. We'll be talking about this issue and kind of what the path forward is in Kentucky. Uh, Encourage folks to get their tickets. We're filling up. We've just, uh, we've really just got. Um, a handful of individual general admission tickets uh, available and we yeah. wanted look we don't want uh, cost to be a, a prohibition on attending this event yeah. there is a nice catered lunch that's included but if you go to our website at kentuckyfamily.org uh, there's a special discount code that we want to tell our, our listeners here if you use 10 off that's one zero ofF right. all together in the discount code line you can get ten dollars off your okay. your general admission tickets yeah. but uh, we we look forward to a to a great and, event and
0: you listeners you can share that with anybody yeah, as well absolutely. right pass that on to others and yeah. say sign up and come join us we're almost full we'd love to be overflowing yeah. because it's that important of an issue so David thank you again for joining us we appreciate you as always and what you're doing with Family Foundation thanks to you listeners thanks for your prayers thanks always to the Lord make it a great day and God bless in Christ. Now stay tuned for Bill Reeser and Encounter coming right up after this. I was just with him this last weekend, had a great time at a men's retreat. And then at 1245, my good friend Greg Horn and Hope is here. I'm Greg Williams, and you're listening to The Authority of Love.